Boom. We live, Brody. We are live after, uh, what, was it two weeks that we took a break? Two weeks we took a break. Yeah, we had enough content to, you know, breathe. Yeah, breathe a little bit. Um, VCon, bro. We did what we said we were going to do, ladies and gentlemen. We took you to VCon. Shout out Darwin. He came out with Open Mic. Bro. And we got to meet so many people. Bro, that was fucking fun, That was fun. That, I'm glad we, we... we're pretty good at the improvising because that was one of those where I was like, I'm going to take this and I think we should start doing this. And like, yeah, it was fun. It worked know? out. Exactly. It like, worked out. Well, one, we got to meet different people, random people, especially ones that like wanted to be on it. And then the ones that we kind of brought it out of, that was cool and improvised like the mustache guy, but like the iconic CEO and the mm-hmm. co-founder, he was cool. And I think it was just like a good concept because it was a good networking tool. Mm-hmm. Just as much as it was cool getting con- the content and the would you rather's. Yeah, bro. It took me a, a good. It took me a good week to kind of get over VCon. I was like, damn, I miss VCon. That shit yeah. was lit. That shit was cool. Like just meeting all those yeah. people and like it was. Yeah, bro. Loved it. Uh, just hopefully it's in a better state next time. You yeah. Know? Minneapolis. Is it's weird. interesting. It's like, interesting. It's weird. It's interesting like yeah a lot of craziness going on down there but hey the world is crazy so i don't know but yeah bro how you been bro i've been good bro i've been good we took a little break uh we got to get back to our back and forth yes uh, our topics i'm excited just to convo it up with you bro yeah bro i was definitely itching for this podcast i was like bro Mm -hmm. let's get it you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying you got your you got another trip coming up. You're going to Houston, H Town this you weekend. Know what I'm Shout out to Varun. Shout out Varun's birthday, bro. Yes. I, I I seen him for the first time two weeks ago in person. Um, but yeah, it's his birthday weekend. Shout out Alex too. Alex is going. It's his birthday. Yeah, uh, or just passed. Um, so Playboy, yeah, Playboy. No, no, Playboy. Yeah, Playboy's going. Oh, hell but yeah, it's coming up. Yeah, his birthday's yeah, yeah, coming yeah. up. Yeah, bro, it's crazy, it's bro. Crazy. Like it's when we chopped it up with Varun. He came down here. You know, good friend of yours. Mm-hmm. One of your, you know. Uh, good friends and yeah it was it was fun bro like i had like your circle bro they've been a one bro like the people you meet the people you connect with bro they're solid bro and i think that's what it's all about bro. yeah and then what's tight is then you guys end up having combos on your own and real recognize real and yes. good ones no good ones and yeah bro yeah, it's tight i'm with that that's bro. tight so, let's get to it brody let's get to it man let's um got some topics follow, yeah following up real quick how's the runs been for you bro runs been good so following up uh, I got to do a marathon some point this year, uh, but I've been good, bro. I've been back on pace. Uh, I hadn't spent a weekend of zero downtime and going out. I think I went like Cabo, Albuquerque, Minneapolis. So I've been chilling, bro, and I've been running. Uh, I've yeah. been averaging like five miles, four miles, six miles, um, even some small little two twos here and there. But I'm I'm back, baby. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm doing this Houston trip. And after that, I ain't doing too much. So I'm gonna keep running. Yeah, and then we got your birthday next pretty soon, yeah, you know what I'm no. saying? We got, so, we got a big yeah. summer, summer yeah. 2022. We got goals, fun. and we got things we got to accomplish, and you got a new vision from VCon? Yeah, Boom, let's talk bro. about that. I mean, I think it was definitely uh, an eye-opener just going down there, bro, and mm-hmm. just conversating with the boys, man. And it all comes down to just being open. Like, I saw Hayden, like, he's, he was always show up on my, my you know, feed, on my uh, TikTok feed, and I'm like, damn, I recognize that face. And I went up to him and chopped it up. And just meeting him and his circle was one of the best, I think one of the highlights for me because, I mean, after we had the podcast with him, we Jamie, chopped it up D-Pack, with D-Pack, them, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kelly, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, that was a, like, you know, 
it was a deep conversation, you know. Shout yeah. out to them boys. Shout out to Dallas, too. Um, and it was eye-opening. And they just talked to me. And they were like, bro, you take 50% of your own advice. Because you always talk about believing yourself. But you believe in yourself to a certain degree. Like, why aren't you doing what you want to do? You know what I'm yeah. saying? I got this. I've been doing yeah. this. But I want to do jump it. shit. That jump, right? Woo. That extra push. You know what I'm saying? So, more details on that. We're mapping it out, you know, and it's good. It's fucking great that I have a, a, a good Seeds network. Seeds grow. Yes. Seeds grow. It's good that I've been able to establish a good network, so I'm going to tap into them so they can help me structure this vision better. And, bro, this That's year, tight. this is the year, Brody. This is the year, you know what I'm saying? It's the breakthrough year, you know? Let's go. But Let's go. That's yeah, what I'm talking about, been, baby. Been, man, life has been good, bro. I really can't complain. Um, been, obviously, on my workouts, been, you know, consistent on the podcast, content, and just balance, bro. I mean, this weekend I was just spending it with my my, my family, my grandma, my sister, Solid. and I think that was like the like it was a good weekend. I felt super good because I got so much done. I got did some content, went to the gym, went spent time with my sister, helped my grandma at her house, clean, do this, do that, and it felt so good. It's like yeah. oh, shit, you know what I'm saying? And I think at the end of it, you have uh, you have a vision now in your head. All of a sudden, yes. you got some meaningful purpose, and you got a vision, and. Bro, waking up with that every day and having something like that to look forward to, that's fulfilling. Yes, bro. Even if you don't know how it's going to happen or how it's going to work out. But you're excited for it. But you're pumped. You're pumped for the journey. you got the vision. And you're ready for the challenge. You know what I'm saying? Because it's going to be challenging. I'm going to learn a lot. Oh, no doubt. I'm going to learn a lot. I'm going to go through my trials and errors, but you got to do it. No doubt. You got to do it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm excited for you. There's that, man. That's tight. Um, We've been, like I said, we've been on it. I've been working out. But there's this topic that's very interesting, bro. Let's get to these topics, right? Let's do it. Let's do it. There's one that we were talking about the other day. And we were like, bro, let's say you have a gym crush. You want to hit on a gym crush. Mm. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people are on the same boat, right? They, They've been working they, out. They, it's they, the they, local. They, yeah, they look at the, like, damn, I see this girl here every yeah. time. And vice versa, I follow right? her maybe on IG. Yeah. She's so, a good person. How, I like her. How do, does one hit on a gym crush without fucking up the workout their routine because that's annoying right yeah. she's working out and you're like hey excuse me uh, uh i think you're cute you know i think i like you i think uh let me get you yeah number. you definitely yeah you don't you do don't want to do you don't that, do that. So, you don't you don't walk up i don't know i think you got to plan something like you got to approach her either going in the gym or leaving the gym but i say leaving the gym because her endorphins are high at that point right and like you don't be all creepy with the shit just kind of like real like uh hey like uh i i don't know your name my name's casey uh i've noticed you working out and like i think you're super cool i come here a lot um anyway i just wanted to introduce myself like maybe two days later you see her again and maybe it's not even in the front again but like you're like hey like this time i'm trying to get your name and maybe next time uh, if you're down for a cup of coffee after you'll, you know what I'm saying? Okay, but you okay. approach either after or before, All if right. you approach during the workout, okay. it's kind of like, I got you. This is what I would do. Right. Because I don't want to also be like, ah, oh, shit. Like, uh, I need to be, keep an eye on her, see where she's, when is she leaving? So I can make my move. Now nah. this is what I would do. Right. I would see, let's say she's doing a squat rack. Normally when you're doing squats, it takes about a two minute rest. You know, when you're doing heavy squats and stuff like that. Right. So what I would do is I'll calculate it, make it short. Go up to her and say, hey, I've been seeing At you here. At the squat rack? Yes. I go up. To, I'll make <sighs> it literally 30 seconds. Literally. Hey, I've been seeing you here uh, coming. You know, I just wanted to introduce myself. Huh? 
Let me, huh? You know what? <laughs> At the squat rack, right? huh? Yeah. What did you, yes, what did you yes, say? Yes. And what okay. did you spit? Okay, spit, okay. spit. Because I, I, okay. Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. you said, huh? Hey, my name is Darwin. I just wanted to introduce myself. You know, I see you come in here often, and I just want to say I'm a big fan of your work. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to introduce myself and, you know, just chop it up. You know? And then after that, you bounce. You that's bounce. It. You bounce. You leave it, chop as, it up. That's it. That's it. You, no number. No, you no bounce. follow up. You bounce. bounce. You bounce. Ah. Right? You keep her kind of thinking, like, oh, shit. Like, well, either she's really annoyed or she's kind of like, okay, it's annoying, but okay, he's cute. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. That's ah, <laughs> you. Ah, but, but she could be like, it'll have her thinking. And then okay. next time around, then that's when you make the move. Like, yeah. hey, you know, just yeah. coffee. You can invite her to coffee. The yeah. easy one is like, do you like food? That's still tough, though. At the end I, of the you day, can make you're it still work. hitting you her make, up during the workout. I don't know if you hit up during the workout. You, that's you, tough. You, you, you find that window and you make it quick. 30 seconds. That's all it takes. If I do that, bro, if I do that, I'm going to succeed. Trust me. I'm going to succeed. 30 seconds. Hey, I see you've been working out. Like, yeah. just want to say, damn, I like, you know, you're, you're pretty strong, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I'm Darwin. You, yeah. Nice to meet you. Bounce. Boom. Leave her with that. Yeah. Then the next time she, so. you see her around again, hey, you know, boom, 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 maybe boom, some food. Boom. boom. You know, boom, let yeah. me get your number or the, yeah. your Snapchat or whatever. Boom. Yeah. And you bounce. That's yeah. it. And then after that, you hit her up. Okay. Get the IG, hit her up on the DMs. Boom. Yeah. Boom. That's it. Right. That's it. Um, yeah, so I think that that should work. It's tough though, bro. Calculating, if you really, I've never, honestly, I've never hit on a girl at a gym. Me neither. Ever. But I've also never been in the position, which is the question we asked, have you ever had a crush on somebody, but like the only time you get to see her is at the gym? That's tough because you have a crush on somebody. You you don't want to like close mouths don't get fed. Mm-hmm. Shoot or shoot. Right. I am a believer of shoot or shoot. Right. But if the only time you see her is at the gym, that's tough. You can have gym crushes like that. No, you can have. No, it's right. not a bad it's thing like to have a crush you, you, on anybody. Right, right. You look at it and you're like. It's just unfortunate that you have to see her at the gym because, like, she's probably trying to get her pump on. But that's fine. Yeah. But, I mean, if I were, like, <laughs> listen, bro, if I'm looking for, like, a wifey material. Like, no, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's going to be at the gym for sure. Well, I don't know. Because that's, that tells me a lot. That tells me your discipline. I don't even know. If, do you know if you like somebody? I mean, the crush well, you, is Well, you want to find out. And she, right, right, right. You, you go out on dates and no, you find out. But know. there's a couple of check marks, green checks marks for me. You're a gym rat. You, you have discipline. You know what I'm saying? I, that tells you a lot. Like, especially if you go on a Saturday and you see your gym crush, at, you know, like that's like. Yeah. Well, that's the question, right? Like, okay, I may have thought somebody's attractive at the gym. But do they? Does that make them my crush? No. Oh, and do right. I take the time to hit on them? Because now I know how inappropriate it is to hit at a gym. So no, I, I let that opportunity pass by. But that's a it. Good, just that's depends a good on point, how you though. move. It's an opportunity, it's and a, you let it pass by. Exactly. It's it's because you are it, embarrassed to hit at the gym. Because right, your narrative, right? Yeah, you're, that's a good. See, see that's but, deeper. But see that your narrative is like, oh, uh, it's creepy to hit at the gym. It just depends on how you approach. Yeah. It just depends. I mean, it's all intentions. It's all intentions. I just. That's true. Girls can spot a creep in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Like get the fuck away from me. And then, (laughs) you know, you got girls that are always complaining like, oh, why guys don't hit up? Don't hit me up or, you know, don't hit on me or just come and talk to me. Like, why are y'all so pussies and shit? And you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it can go either way. But I just feel like it's, like you said, intentions and how you approach. That's that's a big one for me. Yeah. I see Um, that. But yeah, you're right. Not gym crush, maybe attracted to somebody. Attracted to somebody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like a gym. Yeah, yeah. You're but it's still this. like our, if you don't shoot, you don't know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so uh, that, was, that was a good one. Uh, that was a good one, man. Uh, I'm gonna go and now that we're just talking about these like craziness, uh, there was a 
there was a thing trend, trending on Twitter. Tyler Hero, right? Tyler Hero. Tyler I Hero. hero. <laughs> Every he time was, I'm watching the games. <laughs> he was trending for the wrong reasons, Brody. What? He cheated on his girl. No. Yeah, bro. Hero. Hero. Zero. Cheated on oh, his IG no. baby mama. IG model baby mama. You know she what hot? I'm saying? I don't know what she looks like. What? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, Brody. You know what this girl looks like? Brody. You want to slide in now? Brody. Dang. No, I'm just kidding. No, bro. I got a girl, bro. Yeah, no. I'm respectful. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> jokes, jokes. Bro, I cannot believe this shit, bro. Bro, Tyler Hero, I, I don't know, bro. I want to say my man's is winning in life because not only did he take he take Kyle Kuzma's girl because he was she was with Kyle Kuzma first. You know all the NBA oh, bro. drama. <laughs> Damn, I need a hero, bro. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, anyways, this he, girl's cute. He, she cheated on her. He gets She's her pregnant? pregnant. They already have a baby. Oh, they already have the baby. Uh Wow. Right before in the finals, yeah, bro. he got caught in the finals, bro. He is caught. it a play? Is bro. somebody betting against the Heat? Oh no, I mean, I mean that's over. So it was in the West. I mean, but it was at the Eastern Conference. When did uh, this come out? This uh, was like last week, bro. Oh, okay, so he lost and then he got hit with this. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> that's scroll, scroll, awful. Scroll oh those pictures. wow! Yeah, so there, there she is. No, oh no, who did he cheat on her with? Don't show me. Oh, it's probably someone less. Okay. That hurts. Tyler Hero cheats on his baby mama. Yep. Um, I say he's winning because he took him from Kyle Kuzma, gets her pregnant, and then cheats. Damn, Damn bro. Winning. Well, that, that side is not winning but yeah. before that, you know. But it's like, okay, do you blame him, though? I don't know what the other girl looks like. It doesn't matter. I'm saying. Yeah, I blame him. You're having a baby. Well, he had a baby. They already had you a baby. You had a baby. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I don't know. It's a okay. lot. Everyone's situation is different. Cheating is cheating, right? But yeah. you have a 22-year-old millionaire that's in Miami Beach. That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. And you know, you, you know how shit goes yeah. with NBA players. They get vaginas thrown left and right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So my question to you is, do you think celebrities should ha- be in a relationship, right? Because you also look at, like, yeah. Shakira and Piquet. They cheat. Piquet cheated on Shakira, too. Yeah. But and you that, got the Jay-Z but, 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 and Beyonce. You got the but whole. How many people in our neighborhood cheat? You know what I'm saying? Cheating is cheating everywhere. But when you're a celebrity, you like get it thrown left and right. You have all this attention. You know what I'm saying? No, I get it, but it still doesn't mean you might not want true love. Like I, I truly feel like when I watch the documentary with Cristiano Ronaldo and his chick, like I think Cristiano really loves her, and I think he doesn't even like Messi around. too. Like, I think Messi. Yeah. Messi. I don't, I don't know about Messi, but I'm just saying, like based on that, like I think it's just their circumstances are different. So you yes. think there's a lack of connection? Is that what you think? It's all about what you want. It's to, to each his own. It all comes down to to each his own. It's to each his own with the circumstances. You know what they always say? They always say money shows a true person because money, all it does is enhances who you are. It enhances. It enhances it. So if you're just a fucker that like, and there's no problem, I said fucker, but you, there's no problem with if you just want to sleep with different people and that's all you want right, to be. Right, right. And, that's all, that and you want no true you, connection. You're a Dan Bazillion. Yeah, or whatever you want to be, whatever you want to call it or frame it, as long as you're happy. But if you want love and connection or this or that or a child or a family or reproduction, like you just have to take your circumstances and the play the cards you're dealt. And Cristiano, like he just became this celebrity and this huge star, Drake and this huge star. You you think uh, social media also ha- plays a part in this? Because right now, like, for example, and this is a, 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 an analogy I did that I was like, bro. 
if you compare the crazy, there's more beautiful people online mm -hmm. than in the real life, right? And then you look at that and you're like, fuck, like, man, man I'm looking at the wrong place. Like, I got to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it's, I just feel like there's that narrative of like, cheating is, is, is okay too. Like, is that, okay. Yeah. And that's like, that's the social media thing. Like you see all these jokes, all these skits, all like having I a think, side piece. I think that's just fun. I think social media is uh, fun and there's comedy. I think, uh, I think it's not that I think, I think morals are morals and lying is lying. Like, I think it just comes down to that. Mm -hmm. And what are your true intentions? So all it comes down to true intentions, yeah. but like whatever calls you, as long as you're real about that, mm -hmm. then you're good. I mean, I feel like you just kind of got to be straight up with whatever that is. And sometimes you don't know, bro, 22, yeah. all of a sudden your circumstances change and you're on this like Eastern conference finals team. You're making all this money. It's tough. Like it's tough, it, you know, and tough. no matter how beautiful the girl, like guys always say, oh, you cheated on her. She's yeah, so beautiful. That's all, that's all Cause your was. circumstances are different than Tyler Hero's circumstances. That's exactly. And I saw that's that, tough, right. I know? was scrolling and I was checking and everybody like, oh my God, he cheated on her. Like what? I would treat her like a queen. Like, bro, come on. And you never know how she really acts or how exactly. the relationship or like is. The, there was maybe a lack of communication. That, or maybe she's cheated before, but that wasn't brought out. The story was just brought out on him. Who knows? It's a lot. That's a it, lot. It is a but lot. But I still need a hero. <laughs> that shit crazy, man. Um, Good for him. It is interesting. But I do. I do. <laughs> as long as he takes care of that kid. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. The, the kid is made. Um, but yeah, I do. I genuinely believe in their like in connection. Mm -hmm. I do believe in like you just you can stay true to somebody as long as you're clicking in all cylinders. Like yeah. you find ways to get involved with each other and like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's got to be all. It's all and it's communication. Communication. I mean the the average. I mean not the average. This is science. Science says that every cell in your body in seven years is a different cell. So that means if your whole body's cell changes in seven years from what it is today, then you're a different person. Taste buds, thoughts, mm -hmm. this, that. And depending on what experiences you went through in those seven years, your thoughts are way different. So, bro, you fall in love with somebody in seven years different. Science says your bodies are two different things. And if you haven't climbed in the same path and grown together, then you're totally different people. You might not even love that person anymore because you're different people. Mm. If science is true and then you haven't even followed the same path over those seven years, then you're a different person. One guy's been an FBI agent the whole time or a Navy SEAL or this or that. And she's been a stay-at-home mom and this and that. Well, in seven years, she's watched all these stay-at-home housewives shows and thrillers or these romances. And you've chased down criminals and you're two different people. How do you, how do you continue? But, you know, that, but, uh, you, that's real science. But that could work. It still could work and right. it still does. And and sometimes it's for different reasons. And people will say, it, like, it's for the kids or it's because mm -hmm. there's no one or else. Or maybe now. when they spend time, like, because you also need that, you need that uh, absence, right? You and do. I think that's where that's huge. relationships lack of, right? Because if you look at it, when you're in that honeymoon stage, you want to spend time and time and time and time and like all the time with each other. And the lack of absence is what makes you want that person, makes you yeah. miss them and no, shit. And always, some people don't get that. And yeah. some people, like, Boom, boom, boom. Like, I can give you a prime example, like, with the family members. Like, I was telling them, like, y'all need some space from each other because y'all are always together. Mm -hmm. Always. Mm -hmm. And you need that absence because that makes you, it makes your relationship stronger, right? Mm -hmm. And to this day, they're, they've been a year together, but it's like, still, they're, they're on a bumpy road. They haven't figured shit out. And I think it's due because they're always together. Like, they haven't had time to get each other their own, like, 
what do I want to focus on as a yeah, hobby? Yeah, that what, could be. What it. I, I want to, you know, that balance is, is key. That, that balance, I think, is key. It's key. It's super key. You know it's what I'm key. saying? But that's an interesting one, bro. It's an interesting topic, bro. It because, is because I mean, honestly, if you start off and I'm a 22 year old kid and she's a 22 year old kid and she's chasing a nursing degree or something like that, and I want to be an entrepreneur and seven years later i'm 29 she's 29 and maybe she's fully a nurse now and she's like well all i want to do is take nice walks by the duck pond and do this Mm -hmm. and this and you're 29 and shit you know how entrepreneurship is i'm barely in chapter one this first seven years and i don't see myself walking at the park right now and taking care of no i feel my i want to be a fortune 500 this or fortune Mm -hmm. this or this well now you're two different people but you fell in love at that first stage so do you stay in love? Do you fall out of love? And that I feel like that's, they and always say that seven year mark, right? Cause it's, mm. it's tough, bro. You, you guys grow in your own paths and then you're different people yeah, you're and right. have different thoughts. You're right. Yeah. I think about that. Yeah. My it's previous, crazy. my previous seven years. You know what's some advice I heard? Go ahead. I'll say the seven year mark is when I was like, I need to take my own path. Cause yeah. it wasn't working out. We had so, so different visions and it's like, because it changed from the get go. And sci- if science says your cells actually change, plus your thoughts and experiences and what you want, that's you're, you're a different person. You have to re-fall in love again. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, some advice that, it wasn't advice, it was a conversation yesterday at a fundraiser, fundraising event. And it was so cool. It was, uh, it was advice given by uh, uh, the, the guy that created the Portland Gardens. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's a gardener, and he's doing some gardens for Natsukashi, which is going to be a new GTR museum in Norman, Oklahoma, in November 2023. But the advice was, I know that these flowers, and he's, he's a guy that loves animals. Mm-hmm. I know that these flowers that I, that I plant and the animals that I take care of are going to die before me. So every day I mourn for their death because when it becomes time to come, I feel I'm a happier person that I mourn for their death and know and I appreciate it every day a little bit. By the time they die, I'll be okay with their passing because I've mourned a little bit every time before. And I'm like, that's an interesting view from this like famous gardener. And I'm like, Wow, like he mourns a little bit before, like and even like, and if if love, I have another saying that love always ends in a tear, and so if like love always ends in a tear, no matter what, if the person dies or they leave or what, love mm-hmm. always ends in a tear, like, but like everything you find, whether that be a girlfriend, your relationship, this or that, if you already start to like mourn their 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 presence not being there before it even ends, mm. maybe you'll be happier. I don't know. It was a good gardener. That's it was a good crazy. One. It that's was, a good, that's, that's yeah, a good one. And uh, I got a good thing you said that advice because, yeah, I got I to gotta prep, you know. Uh, like I said, I got a dog and I, it's family. So you got about maybe 10 years, 12 years left, you know what I'm saying? So I got to prepare. And that's a good one. That way it's like I've already saw this coming. It doesn't hit me as much as like losing an, a family member, which mm-hmm. it is a family member, but. I guess the guy had gardened like 40 years and he's already seen different things die and different yeah. animals and he takes care of them and he's like, now I mourn their death early before. Mm, that's a good one. Crazy. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I guess shit. Um, but yeah, let's just switch it up. <laughs> switch it up here real quick. Um, we about to watch the game as soon as we're done here. Yep. You got the Celtics or, or Golden State? Golden State, riding them all the way. Why? Um... I'm just going like based on you know me I'm a I'm a betting man mm-hmm. so you, if ask, you had to put money if I had to put money 
I'm betting Golden State. Um, Clay and Steph just get too hot, bro. And when they jive and they click, they click. Tatum and Brown are doing their thing. And so is Marcus. Like, Smart is doing his thing, too. But they're still not a complete unit. And they still want to both perform. And they still all want to perform. No, bro. And they still all play isolation ball. They play isolation ball. And the Warriors, they know when who's hot. And when who's hot, whether it be Steph or Clay, they don't care about the shine light, and they play. And, like, I'm not saying Boston does that necessarily in those guys, but they just don't have that chemistry yet. And these guys do. And even Draymond, like, other guys and other teams that play that Draymond role, they wouldn't take those threes like that. He knows his boys are going to back him up, and he just takes If it's wide open, he's got to take it. Like, I think their I, unit is that more of a click, and that's what's going to take him to the I think the, the Celtics are the most complete team that Golden State has faced. I think they're going to win in six. Wow. Yes. That's, that's to your boy yes. LeBron. Yes, that is to my boy LeBron. So LeBron wasn't talking, better than the South, South Celtics no, 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 Eastern no, 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 Conference no, no. Finals. Yes. You're saying Eastern Conference Finals. No, 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 if no. this Celtics team played LeBron's team, Celtics would beat him? This team is more complete, right? Even if you talk about the 2016 where LeBron beat, came yeah. back from a one. I mean, you talk about they had Kyrie Irving. They had LeBron, Love. What else? That's it. Kyrie Irving, LeBron, Love, Tristan Thompson. Who's Tristan? Who, who, who is he? Who is he? Who is he? Tristan Thompson? He's a bust. At the time, he, he was all, a the only thing He was putting up numbers, bro. The only thing he's good at, the bro, is getting working. women pregnant, bro. Come on. Okay. Um. Now, you look at this team. You got Al Horford. You got Jalen Brown. You got Tatum. You got uh, Marcus Smart, right? Who wins? LeBron's team or that, this team? Which LeBron team are you talking about? The one that played the Warriors. 2016? Yeah. Against Boston. I mean, you got Boston. Le- but it's LeBron, bro. It's the best player oh, in the NBA. My God. Come on, bro. Anyways, I think the Celtics are going to win in six just because Clay is having a terrible season. So you I think mean, Celtics not terrible. win in six? Yes, yes. Clay's having a terrible past two games. One was eight, another one was 15 points. We need more from him. Um, the f- game one, Steph Curry was on fire the first quarter, didn't show up after that. The Celtics were on a run. They were just knocking down threes on that fourth quarter. The Last five minutes of that game, they didn't score a bucket. The Celtics, uh, the Warriors didn't score a bucket. So, game two, they redeemed themselves. They look a lot better. But I think Boston already did what they had to do was, was take a game at home, the visiting okay. team. Yeah, they, yeah, did they, did. They, did they did that. They did do that. They did right, do so that. So, now they got to defend. Yeah, they got to yeah. defend home court advantage. And it's kind of bumpy for them so at home. So, you think they win two at home? They should. I think they should. They're going to well, make the adjustments. Five, they have to. They're going to make the adjustments. You said the they're going to win five? Six. Six. They better win both at home. <laughs> so they're going to win both at home anyways. Uh, we'll see how that one goes. Uh, so do you think the three-point – obviously, Steph Curry changed the game, right? Steph Curry changed He changed the game. the game. Now it's all about threes. Do you think that's ruining the game? Because if you're completely honest, right, if you look at it, the mid-range game is gone. Like it's barely maybe DeRozan, uh, Kawhi Leonard. I can name with one hand – People that actually shoot the mid-range. Nobody else does it. When we, back in the day, we had a yeah, game yeah. that was pretty balanced, right? Yeah. So do you think the three-point like, shot is, the three-point line is ruining the game? Because no. so many teams are just focusing on shooting. And you got big men. You got power forward shooting the three now. It's fouls. Fouls are changing the game. They foul a lot more now. They call the a lot calls. more. The calls are changing the game. The, the calls. Call, they call way There's more fouls. terrible officiating, I think. Agreed. I think it's just too soft. I think they let the boys play. But when it comes down to that, 
like you still have to define a rule. And that's what comes that's, that's what comes down to our system. You define a rule and then all us people get together including the coaching staff and all the players together and they start saying, "Well, how do we how do we tweak that rule? How do you play? How do you take the James Harden dribble and still move upward motion in a throwing to get that foul? How do you use the rule to your advantage? So that's the thing. That's what's at the end of the day, it comes down to, okay, we got to enforce all these rules. And that is what the rule is. But honestly, I think we've added too much to it. And if you probably take the rule book today and you look at the rule book in 1986, it's, 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 you've got 40 more pages, but and I, we probably got to retract that and let officiating more out of the game but the, the, and more playing in the game. The reason why I say the three-point shot is, is ruining, you know, and it, this could be, uh, it can go either way, however you want to see it, but the reason why I say the three-point shot maybe is ruining the game, at this point, obviously, is going to be, the, the team that's going to succeed is going to be the one that can shoot the ball better, right? Because if you have a team that's good at the post, that is good in mid-range, at the end of the day, the team that can shoot better, the three-point shot is going to win. Yeah. If you think about it, that Threes one extra twos. point, yeah, that three. Threes and twos. You can make twos all you want, but they can make two three-pointers, and that's six points right there. And you had to make two buckets and from the you know inside. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's an interesting uh, take on that because I was looking at it, and I'm analyzing the whole game, and I'm like, damn, this game has just been all about threes. We got Draymond shooting the three. We got players that don't even shoot the three, that are not even mm-hmm. good shooters. We got Giannis shooting the three. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it has a big influence where now everybody wants to shoot the three. And that's why I say mm-hmm. it's more like, and the thing with that, bro, is like when you have, like now that everybody wants to shoot the three, it spreads the floor a little bit more, which gives you that opening because everybody's so focused on their player not shooting the three that it leaves that, you know, the inside paint open mm-hmm. where it's like, mm-hmm. you know. So it's either threes or layups. That's that's the game. Nah, that's the only game. <laughs> that's the game. That's the game. Right. Yeah. But then, like, man, I, I do miss that, like, mid-range, fadeaway, Kobe era. You it's know still what I'm saying? there. CP3 showed it a lot when he was playing the Suns. He got that, he got that mid-range. But, He's, no, I feel you. I you feel you. Saying? But you know what? At the end of the day, threes and long shots sell tickets. You know why I watch the NFL? You know why most people go to the NFL games? They don't want to see a fucking run versus defense game. They want to see long passes, end zone, catch, touchdown, 60-yard bombs. And when you go to watch the NBA game, you want to see Lillard and Curry shoot from the logo. You want to see you want to see long buckets that you didn't think could be made. Like, that sells tickets, too, just like long touchdowns. So. Mm. And that changes the game a little bit. There. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I got another one for you. Greatest... White player of all time. Greatest NBA uh, white player. NBA white player. Yes. Man. I mean, first one that comes to mind is the bird. bird. I got. But. So, bird. Bird. I got uh, Larry Bird. Uh, Jerry West. Jerry West. Dirk. Dirk. So, who do you, who do you got? Who do you got? For I you? still got bird. Bird? Yeah. Bird. Okay, we can finally agree on something. Well, you do got a Celtics jersey. Yeah, yeah, because I mean Celtics and six. Celtics and six. Um, okay, I got another one for you, and we'll close it with the NBA. I think that's that's about it. <clears throat> two teams. You gotta pick you gotta pick one. I got two teams for you. I'm gonna name them for you and you tell which team. Team A or Team B, right? Team A is Allen Iverson, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Tim Duncan, and Kareem. Okay. That's team A. Team B is Steph Curry. Michael Jordan, Kevin Durant, Kevin Garnett, and Shaq. Damn, that's tough. Think about that. Oh, my God. Think about that. Ah, Who do you got? No, bro. That's tough. Team A or Team B? 
I think you just want to mess me. <sighs> you want to mess me up. Winners win. I'm going to go B. B? Winners win. B? Winners win. Yep. Jordan's How, a winner, why, bro. Why, why do you say there's... Why do you say... Because they're all going to go around Jordan. They're going to circle Kobe around. Kobe has... Well, are you talking about championships? Because Kobe has five. LeBron has four. Tim Duncan has four. Five. No, no, no. But let's talk about, let's talk about championships. Wait, you, you, yeah, want, I mean, you want to compare them. them. How, many, right. how many do I got up? You got six. Kevin Durant has two. that's one player. Ke- Kevin Durant has two. That's what I'm, I'm going down to. This, this, this game is going to be buckets on buckets on buckets. And it's going to come down to the last two minutes. It's even, bro. If you it's look gonna at come it, down to the if last you look two at minutes. It, you, if you look at it. This is a Kobe, hard argument, bro. Kobe plays just as good defense as Michael Jordan. No, I agree. I, but you you saw it with LeBron. Like, yeah. he clamped up LeBron yeah. when LeBron was like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. LeBron can clamp up KD. We, we can see yeah. that. Can and see vice that. versa. Yeah, I think it goes like yeah, both really. ways. I think KD gets worked. But Yeah, you're, sure, you're right. You're right. Kevin Durant and Tim Duncan, that's also yeah. a, a, this is a good matchup if you think about it. Kareem, I mean, uh, there's no stopping Shaq. There's like Kareem, I'm sorry, Kareem, but you ain't stopping Shaq. And Allen Iverson and Steph Curry, that's an even one too. Yeah. There's no way Steph yeah. Curry is guarding Allen Iverson. No. But I'm still taking Team B. Yeah. Just by a fraction. Jordan. Just by a fraction. You know why I take Team B? Why? Because it's just shooters. Shooters. Uh, it all goes back to the shooters, right? You got Steph Curry. In today's game. In today's game, shooters. You got Steph Curry. In all games. I mean, you know what probably showed is the analytics. The analytics probably came out and said, if you have this percentage of shots outside of inside the paint, then you might as well take a three based on the percentage of having the extra point. Like, you know what I'm saying? It all comes down to analytics. Yeah. That's why Moneyball is a movie because the A's figured out analytics before it, anyone in the MLB but did. But think about know? it. Like, if you look at Team, team B... You got Steph Curry, can shoot anywhere. MJ in the mid-range is going to shoot anywhere. Yeah. Kevin Durant can score anywhere. Kevin Garnett got the mid-range anywhere. He had that, like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I think that's where they would shine. I mean, Tough argument. Tough. It's, it's Tough a good teams. one. It's a good Tough one. Teams. It's yeah. a good one. So, um, yeah. But you put Kobe and Jordan on a team, it's over. It's a wrap. No, it was, they, they weren't, on, they weren't know, on the team. Know, you know what I'm saying? I know, but if they Anyways. were. All right, Brody. Mm. On to the next. Uh, you were talking about the, oh, the series. Oh, bro, Talk yes. About that. Dog. Hey, if you need a new series right now, you need to watch Snowfall. I got put on Snowfall. The reason why I like Snowfall is because there's truth behind it, bro. Did you know that in the 1980s, the Central Intelligence Agency, the CIA, backed the Nicaraguan War, the, the Contras, and it's for a good reason. They were backing democracy, but the CIA, through that, they were funding. There were CIA agents that were undercover drug dealers. They were they were they were basically handing out crack and cocaine and funding these. They weren't the ones just dealing it. They were finding dealers. But Snowfall's based around this 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 uh, this conspiracy, which has actually got a lot of facts to it. But the Nicaraguan War, Nicaragua was going through communism, and it was it was basically at a time where. Russia's communism, China's communism. Now we got South America going through communism and we're starting this group called NATO. And so we want everyone to be this part of this democracy. Well, we're going to have CIA agents. CIA agents are just regular people, no names, John Doe's. Well, this CIA agent is going to be the number one drug dealer in North America. And he's going to connect the cocaine route from Mexico into 
North America and they're going to take that money. He's going to take that money and he's going to fund the Contras in Nicaragua to defend democracy because we as a country can't defend this, 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 this war because we'll get pulled in through other countries. So we got to do it secretly. And so Snowfall is based on this CIA agent bringing in this cocaine from Mexico, taking the profits and giving them to the, the Nicaraguans and the Contras. Mm. And during that time, Couple, couple homies in Compton, they created a recipe and they started taking the cocaine and they started heating it up and that shit became crack. And that's where crack was and born. And that's where crack was born. And it, here, was, it was all born funded. Here? It, was all, it was born here in California. Crack was born in California and it was funded by the cocaine served by the CIA. And then the CIA meets somebody that can push crack and now he's pushing enough keys and they fund the whole Contras in the Nicaraguan War. And now democracy stands and democracy is strong in South America. And that was the play. So do you sacrifice lives, human lives in America? Because you look at crack and uh, you see it in the Snowfall series. Somebody tries it once and now they're ready. They need another one. They yeah. need another hit. Yeah, it's addictive. It, it affected a lot of lives in America. We you look up the crack but, I mean, it, epidemic, it affected a lot of lives. Yeah. But... Was it better of us defending democracy in the world for the crack epidemic? So they used those profits to fund the war because it didn't come from Americans. Right. But That's you, crazy, huh? It is fucking crazy. Yeah. But it, it all comes down to what's, how is money circulating? We're going to do whatever it takes. America's always been based off of whatever it takes to make, make sure. Well, well it's not. It's, it's, it's to make sure democracy and, and remember, the Nicaraguas and the, Contra, the Contras were saying, hey, everyone deserves freedom. Everyone deserves a chance. And they were going through this communist state where it's like, no, we're going to tell you what to do. And the federal government said, hey, we already have Russia. We already have China. We don't need this shit going down in South America. Well, we can't fund this nationally. We can't say America's donating X amount to these Contra rebels fighting the Nicaraguan government. So we're going to have the CIA move drugs, which their whole thing in, and they even touched in, this, in the show, was people that want to buy drugs, people that want to chase highs, they're going to find them anyway. They're going to find them in alcohol, and they're going to find them here, and they're going to find them there, and they're going to find it no matter what. So the CIA, it's better that we operate this whole thing and we have ties on every drug lord and if we need we call the dea and we give them all their information and they go hem them up and we get them out of there and we run the entire market because the market's going to run either way and then we use those funds to defend democracy in the world that's crazy mm. but that's true and that's exactly what snowfall is so if you're looking for a new series snowfall's crazy and it's all based on what that that is what based on a true story yeah. pretty much yeah yeah. Okay. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. I got a crazy conspiracy theory for you, Brody. Okay. This one's crazy, right? Okay. You know how the top shooting in Buffalo happened, right? The mass shooting, right? And you know how the media made it seem like it was racially profiled. Mm -hmm. Well, there is a target. There was a target that the shooter was going for, right? In the elementary? This is the no, 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 no. This is the... the, the uh, grocery store in top oh, Buffalo, right? Buffalo, okay. So, how does a person drives two hundred miles to to complete this task? And and then the media made it seem like it was racially profiled. It wasn't. Mm -hmm. They were targeting the security that worked at that supermarket because of a threat. And this threat is Aaron Salter is the security guard, right? And this uh, guy was pretty much doing some research and doing. Uh, he was building a car 
that run off of water. And you know what happened to the last person that did that, right? The crazy part is a week before or a month before um, the shooting, he was on the news because of this big project he's doing. He's like, I got this car that's going to run off of water, and I got a little research left to complete this, but this is going to be huge. This is going to be revolutionary. Watch. A month later, he gets shot down. And if you look at the video, bro, remember, like, this, this, this shooter is on a mission. It looks like he was on a mission because he, sh- he was about to shoot a guy, and he was like, oh, wait, I'm sorry, and he left. Because the guy was like, oh, no, 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 and he was like, oh, wait, I'm already done with my mission. It's like, that's the, the, the vibe I got from it, right? And then I see that, and I'm like, oh, shit, that is fucking crazy. Cause yeah, bro. yeah, he could have he could have shot the guy right there. He already had like what ten other people already under his belt. You, you know, know what I'm saying? You know what's crazy is, and it's a theory, right? It's I've heard this before, though. I've heard this theory before. It wasn't right, about but, it wasn't about Buffalo. It wasn't about this, but it was somebody using water H two O for fuel. Exactly. This happened yeah. years ago. Yeah, you, you get what I'm yeah. saying? He, wow. You know what I'm saying? And that person got killed wow. because of that. Anything that's a threat, that's going to threat the economy and how things work. Like right now, bro, if I come out with something like let's say I come out with a natural way to create electricity. It's not going to cost you anything. And I come out with that. They're going to kill me. It's not it's not convenient. Like it's not convenient for the, the, yeah. the government. Yeah. The natural electricity from where? From the ground? Oh, we got to kill this guy. He knows that shit. Yeah. He's going to give it out to the. Yeah, or he's working for us. Or he's. And if he does say no, then yeah, we're done. Yeah, we're gonna out. clean him out. Yeah. Well, we're gonna learn first, and then he's out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's it, that sucks. It's a crazy, yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, and I said it. I even said it before. Like, I was like, bro, there's no way. Like, one shooting after the other, and like this guy just drives 200 miles. Like, there's got to be more to it. But I, like I said, it's at the end of the day, it's just conspiracy. I don't know shit. I, I bro, I'm with you. <laughs> I am with you 100. percent And you know what sucks? Is the narrative can always be for, it's for the greater good, it's for democracy, it's for this. But humans, all humans, have an agenda. And if you let your moral and power and get to you, I, I think, and that happens in government. People get put in powerful positions, that power gets to them, and they're the ones making the decisions. And Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. It it's is crazy, crazy bro. Um, anyway. Now, now we're getting a little rowdy and shit. But so you trying to watch Snowfall? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually curious, bro. bro. I like, it. I like that kind of shit. Watch it. Um, I got some what ifs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's these this page that talks about shit like this, but they always have like quotes and stuff. And I got one for you, right? Mm-hmm. What if, whenever you forget to do something, it's just that someone canceled your actions, just like the Sims game? Have you ever played Sims? Yeah. So what if you forgot something like when you you're like, oh, I got to do somebody this. Somebody just canceled it. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, what, what was I going to do? I forgot. It's somebody that canceled you like you're playing a Sims game, like simulation kind of shit. Yeah. Like, oh, Casey was about to go and do this. You, no, cancel. Let's, let's cancel it. Because you, when you play the Sims and you cancel yeah. an action, your player just stays there and like, it's like, what's next? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So what that, if? Yeah. That would suck. I mean, we'd That's, be in a game. Yeah, yeah, we're in a game pretty much. Everything's controlled. Yeah. I'm trying to break. I always tell people if I could figure out that if it was a game, but the whole conspiracy theory is you don't know if it is a Sims game, I want to break the game. How do you break the game? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a tricky one. But could you imagine? What if? What if? Cancel. What if? Cancel Darwin. Yeah, yeah. Like, ah, I want to build another character. Let me cancel Darwin. Boom. Oh, I'm done. God. Okay, another what if. What if... You have a phobia, and that phobia is 
you reincarnate in that because you had an experience in the past. Like, let's say your 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 phobia spiders. Yeah, your phobia is like heights. Oh, maybe in the You're previous a previous. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, so the the thing is, like, what uh, if listen. people with phobia are just reincarnated people that die that 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 represents the way they die? So if you're afraid of heights, that you means die. in a previous di- life you died maybe plane falling, crash or a plane crash or, or you somebody pushed you yeah, from a building. Whatever. You know, phobia yeah. with spiders. I mean, I can see somebody maybe bite or you got a venomous like Black Widow bit you mm. and you fucking died. And mm. you know what I'm saying? Do you think that's that? No, could be? no, I think uh, I think it just all comes from fear of unknown. Mentality. I think it's all mentality. Yeah. But I definitely believe in reincarnation. So you could still be reincarnated, but I don't believe like, oh, I'm afraid of heights because I died in a I think maybe there's instances. I'm afraid of heights. I think there's instances where maybe people have, and that could be, like, out of one out of 340 million. Mm-hmm. But, like, no. You're just afraid because mm-hmm. you fear it. Like, and it's it's all just because, like, like bro, that shit gets you. When you're a five-year-old and your mama's like, the is gonna get you, and you're like, oh, shit. Like, bro, you're already scared of, like, the dark. I'm gonna shut my light off and then jump over my bed. Yeah. And then the shit you watch. Plus this and that, it, like it, fear is taught. Everything's taught. Everything's taught. taught. I think that's important. It's I, all taught. And I was at the, the Memorial Day, which was a Monday. We went to the river, and there was there was dogs, right? And I look at this dog because I took my dog, but I'm looking at this dog, and this dog looks super friendly, right? But I see somebody walk and and notice that there was a dog in front of them, and they were like, "Oh shit!" And automatically they were like all in attack mode, like in like a defense mode. And you can t- clearly see the dog; he's all happy and like. But it's like, is that something that? You automatically, because you can clearly see the dog is like, unless they give me some kind of threat, like, 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 then I'm going to be like, but automatically, as soon as the person saw the dog, already was like, oh, 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 I'm like, it's top, bro. You hear the, you, you listen to the alchemist with me on the way. Mm -hmm. That was the best uh, highlight of Minnesota, which is alchemist and the alchemist. You read the way of the land, like you feel it and you're in tune into your tuition. And that's what it is. And like you say, like you felt the dog was harmless. You feel if you feel a predator's predator, like you got to be, you know. But yeah, you're exactly right. Everything else, it's taught. It's like, oh, my mom got bit by a pit bull. So every time we were around pit bulls or around dogs in rep. general, my mom bad. always pulled my hand, and my mom always like this, like that. Well, then all of a sudden, you're afraid of dogs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's taught. Fear is taught. Bro. Fear is taught. Yeah, and it goes in all taught. aspects, life, yeah. goals, everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you know, know this I, wall. You know why Spartans and those guys were fearless? You know, 300, they were fearless. It's because as soon as they were born, they were bred as warriors to be fearless. That's all they were bred to be. They were taught that. So mm. then when nothing affected them, Spartans were fearless. They were warriors because the way I was born up is my grandparents told me, you're born a Spartan and the gods blessed you to be a Spartan because you're fearless and you're a warrior and you have nothing and you're, you're the, one of the best warriors in the world. It's like Well, a now kid. I'm going to feel that way because I was born that way it's like and a they five-year-old. taught me that yeah. way. Yeah, It's like a five-year-old when they pick up a snake or a bug and they're, you're like, oh shit, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I'll be scared as shit. He's like over here picking this nasty-ass bug and like he doesn't give a fuck because he, he doesn't his, know. Yeah, and then and he sees his grandpa come over and, and his react. grandpa come over and he says, look at this. It won't affect you, my son. Like, it won't mess with you. And but then it, all of a sudden the grandkid's like, oh, wow. Okay. And so there's always fear. Okay, so fear's taught, but there's also fear based on unknown. So when you're a child and you're taught nothing and you walk and then you see that something, you know, bit something or you watch and you see it bite a mice before it gets you. Well, now you just kind of like you're afraid because you don't know. 
or you see something that may be scary, but you just don't know. So then it, you also need teachings to teach you that no, it's just as long as you're fine, the snake's fine. Yeah, you know what I mean? no, that's a, I don't know. That's a good that's one. Deep. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Brody, I got you. I got a little story time for you. This was based on a true story, right? You know the story of D.B. Cooper? D.B. Cooper? D.B. Cooper. D.B. Cooper. So D.B. Cooper made one of the biggest high, biggest heist, um, uh, one of the biggest um, in that, at the time. This happened in 1967, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. He hijacked a plane, right? Wow. So he's flying from Seattle. You know, okay. this is this guy in his mid-30s. That's how they describe him, mid-40s. mid-40s. 5'10". Um, he has a suit on. He's, you know, looking very professional. He sits uh, by the window. And, you know, the lady that works in the, what do they call it? Flight attendant? Flight attendant, right? He hands him a note. The flight attendant puts it in his uh, pocket and kept going. He was like, no, 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 come over here. I want you to read that note. Sit down because I have a bomb. And she sits down. He opens the briefcase or the suitcase and it has bombs, dynamites, right? He was like, look, no funny stuff. I, wanna, I want $200,000 cash, and I want them all in $20 bills. I don't know why, what was the reason behind that, but he was like, I want, if not, I'm going to blow this shit up, right? So he ha- hold everybody hostile. So this guy, D.B. Cooper, goes in a plane, has this briefcase, gives a note, says, I'm going to blow this shit up if you don't give me 200000 in 20s. Are you 20s. on the flight? Say what? Yeah, this is a story. You're, this, you're, this is based on a true story, yeah. No, yeah. This, is based on this is based on what people, all the information okay, okay, they were okay, gathered, yeah, the yeah, FBI. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So... You know, they go ahead and they, they make a stoppage at, in Portland. They stop there. They, he lets the, 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 uh, the people leave. They give him the money cash, and they're flying back up. He was like, keep it below 10,000 feet. We're going, to, we're going to Mexico, right? So in the process, he has that money cash. They give him a parachute. He jumps out, like when they're heading to Mexico, right? He jumps out. He, uh, he left the evidence, which was like his... He had a fucking clip-on uh, tie, not the, the classic clip one. Clip-on tie, yeah. Just throws it and jumps out. And in the process, he jumps down. They didn't never saw him again. But the crazy thing is, one of the, like, he had like a bag, um, and that bag has some cash in it, and that cash was flying around. So the bag drops. Some kid in the beach finds it, takes it to the FBI. They kind of thought they tracked it a little bit, but it didn't, it didn't lead to anything. But to this day, that case is unsolved, and he never found the guy. And people describe him as this. It's so generic the way everybody, like the flight attendants, the captain, everybody describes him, where it's just like a generic guy. Like, all his structures are so generic that they couldn't find him. Like, we don't have nothing. You know what I'm saying? So it's crazy. Wow. 200000 I, I don't think today it's worth to do it. But back in, like, the 60s, I think that's fucking crazy how he was able to pull that shit off. Yeah. You, you almost it. wonder. You almost wonder if it was like a, an inside job or some shit, like a CIA agent going rogue. You think? Well, if you, you think, okay, I can never pull that off. I Bro. can sit down and and calculate it. And even though there was no TSA at that time, like I can sit down and calculate it. But I'm like, there's no way I'm pulling that shit off. Bro, how for sure? No, that's not. I, when you're in the military, bro. 
and 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 military usually transitions to CIA and all this shit. Like you're waking up at seven a.m. and if your mission is your mission, all you care about that day is what your mission is. And and once you become CIA and programmed and this and that, and you start to think if all this is real, and like somebody comes in uh, in power and says like, hey, we got to fund this and we got to do this through the CIA, and you're just this person that either is a drug dealer or this or that, and you're expendable because all of a sudden you slipped up, and that's what's happening in Snowfall. The CIA agent. Remember, if he blows his cover and the guys from Compton or the Mexico cartel starts to realize that he's this or that or starts he's, to do he's dead. He's well, dead. he's dead. Well, well, and he's no good to the government because the government member, they don't need their name on it. So, yeah, what's he going to do? Go to the news and say, I'm CIA. I've been doing this because the government told me to do it. Oh, he's dead. So he's not. So maybe guys that have trained their whole lives for 20 years that are good at all these steps and the government turns their back on him. You don't think if someone turned their back on me and I've had these skills that I've acquired over 20 years that I'm not going to use against them? Yeah. Like, it sounds like maybe 200000 is really be. nothing, but it could even also just be like a... I'm just going to do it for the fuck of it. For yes, the art. Yes. I'll give you a story time. I'll give you a story time. Yeah. I, and this reminds me of exactly a guy I met. I was in Dubai. I was in Dubai with Wilsa, Blosa, Varun, all these guys. We go on this trip. And I meet, first I meet this guy from Montreal who's a party promoter. When we're in one of these clubs, and I've been kicking him for four days, he's like, there's another Chicano here. He's from Detroit. He's from the U.S. He's like, uh, name, he goes by the alias of Jimmy Hoffa. And I'm like, what? And so, uh, bro, come to find out, we, we had walked in the club. He showed me, and this guy had like four girls at the table. Like, he's chilling in an all Gucci suit, half his girl's gold. While I'm going to the bathroom, and he's like, I'm like, yo. And he's like, Chicano? And I'm like, yeah, Burke, Albuquerque. And he's like, I'm from Detroit. And I was like, yeah, actually, my boy. He's like, I seen you, Amico. I think his name was Mikil or Mikil or from the one, the Canadian dude that I kicked it with. And I'm like, yeah, we got a table right over there. He's all, shit. We start chopping it up. I'm like, uh, he's like, I was military. I'm like, I was in the Navy. And he's like, oh, he's like, you know what, bro? Come to my table. And I already knew his table was popping. So I go sit on his table, bro. For an hour and a half, we're chopping it up. I'm like, how did you end up in Dubai, bro? A Chicano from Detroit. And he's like, bro, so uh, I was actually Special Force Recon in the Marines. He's like, so Special Force Recon, I was working a lot in uh, the UAE, which is Dubai, Iraq, Afghanistan. He's like, as I was working in the UAE a lot, when I got out of the military, I worked for Blackwater. If you look up Blackwater, Blackwater is a merchant marine business. Like, they hire ex-military to guard embassies. They find contracts all around the world, and they supply soldiers for these contracts. And they could be paid by anybody, but they're merchant marine. And sometimes the government hires Blackwater to do their dirty work because when they get caught, it's not the U.S. government. Government. It's Blackwater. So he's working for Blackwater. He told me for a little while. He goes back to Detroit. He's in Detroit. He uh, he's like he's done with the black. And Blackwater is tough, bro, because you're working mad gigs overseas and you make a quick buck, but then you got to go back home. Well, he ends up becoming a police a cop in Detroit. Well, he is a partier, bro. Hence, I mean, he's partying. He's like 44 when I meet him and he's partying in Dubai. So he's partying in Detroit, bro. Some guy in the club like pops off. Boom, they go to the parking lot. He takes his cop active gun and he pistol whips this guy so he's like i pistol whipped him outside the club i got arrested next thing you know i got bail because i was a cop at the time he's like but i was looking at facing five years in jail after what i did because i didn't just like i I beat him up really bad and he's like so since i had all these relationships from the military dubai is non-extraditionary 
So he's like, I came out to the UAE because they weren't going to extradite me over here. They can't get and him. They couldn't get him. And he, and he had relationships to get him an Emirati car. So he can never go back to the United States. So he, but he can't go back to the U.S. He said that. He says, as soon as he goes back to the U.S., he's arrested. Uh, his mom's come to visit him. But just around, and he's like, what would you do? He took, I, t- I took all my savings and I came out here. And what he does now, he's worked with like Yo Gotti, a Fat Joe, all these guys that go to Dubai. He leases them exotic cars and he promotes clubs and he's like a big, but he had so to he's, just he's balance and good. figure it out. He's, he's living. living good. You know what I mean? You never know if someone's truly happy. But like, it's crazy to think that there's people all around the world that have different like lives and like they did different shit. And like the only reason he knew he can go to Dubai is because he had all his military experience and all these other relationships that he made. And then when he fucked up in the US, he balanced. And I, I feel like the US chases criminals out of the US when they're like they either got money they need to give us back or it was something it really something detrimental. Big, yeah, yeah if it's not. something like you were a cop and you served our country already, but you pistol whipped some guy, we'll let you leave in Dubai, you know, to do your thing. But you come back here, we got to arrest you. Right, right. You know, makes sense. But yeah, I met that dude. Story time. Yeah, that's, Jimmy Hoffa. That's a good one. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm. That that those those jobs, bro. Those are fucking crazy. Like it takes somebody that is very passionate to to fulfill those jobs. Like CIA, I would never. Yeah. CIA, those special ops, Navy SEALs. But you get to do shit nobody does. It's badass. No it's badass. It is badass. Man. And could you imagine just getting to like wake up and be a character? You could be whoever the fuck you want. So if you got to play that character. You're a Navy SEAL and they'll say, hey, KC. Um, Navy SEAL's more not, but CIA. Yes. But let's say that. Let's say like, hey, KC, because um, you were in the Navy, but let's yeah. say you were a Navy SEAL, right? Yeah. KC, you're going to go and uh, you're assigned to go, or you have the option to go and uh, kill Osama bin Laden, would you go? Yeah. For America? Yeah. Even though it's a risky-ass mission. I mean, they, they didn't know well, what... You got, luckily, it was but, successful, but, right? But see, that's the thing is, like, America's gotten so complex, they're not going to put you in positions for you to lose. Like, you know you know what it takes to be a Navy SEAL? You got to go You got to go through BUDS, which BUDS, they say how weak, and there's documentaries all over. You can look at how weak. How weak pushes people to the limbs. A guy died a year ago in how weak. Like, you have to sign your shit away, oh, test really? all your mental. Yes. Like, died in how weak. You know that they have a, they have a doctor you, on do you, staff, and they put you in the Pacific Ocean. You have to do surf, surf torture. And you're in surf torture, and if they, they sometimes they look at you, and if your eyes start to roll back, they pull you out of the surf torture. The doctor sticks a thermostat up your ass and says he's not a hypothermia yet. Put him back in. So if you're not at the state of hypothermia and they put you back in, all they want you to do is ring the bell. The, t- the whole time they're telling you, ring the bell, ring the bell, bounce, ring the bell, ring the bell. And so you get through hell week, right? Then you get through hell week and you start to go through all this intense training. Then you go through this fire training. Can you handle yourself in water under combat? Can you handle yourself here? You get through all that and you graduate. Then you got to go to a SEAL team and they got to interview you. And they could do whatever they want. They said hazing, whatever. Because all these SEALs, all their families, their wives, they get together and they're, because they know every time their husband's on a mission, everybody in that team's either going to die together or die or want, someone's going to die alone because someone's not watching them. So then you got to come to the team and the team's got to interview you. And if they don't like you, you're kicked out of the SEALs. You went through all that training and you're out. But then if they do like you, then you go to all this specialized. Are you going to be a sniper? Are you going to be a skills rifleman? Are you going to be a, a, a radio guy? Bro, these guys send you to schools in Alaska with the best knife fighters in the world. And you learn how to fight with the best in all knives and every knife. And then you go to this sniper schools where the best people in the world, whether it's the, the Canadian, this Canadian sniper that just uh, actually joined the Ukraine war. He's 
crazy sniper. They have you train with all these people. So usually SEALs become CIA agents because you acquire skills over these years. And that's why they put you through Hell Week in the beginning. As long as you get through the mental toughness and you can pass that, well, now they know what your mental capacity is. Now if they can teach you all these, these, uh, these, these skills... You acquire them over 20 years, you're a fucking badass, bro. And you know, and you've been working with criminals for 20 years, so you know exactly what every criminal around the world, the best of the best, and how they do it and what they're looking for. And see, I think think our police officers need that kind of training. Bro, but but how do you train at a mass level? Because now you're talking about, do you know how many cops? So there's 320 people in America. There's probably got to be. But you got the police academy. That's what I'm saying. For every state, for every department, for every county. How do you make sure someone's running it right? How do you make sure it's efficient? How do you regulate it? There's so many counties in America. There's so many sheriff departments in America. How do you do it on a mass scale? And you know America's a big place to cover. So there's always going to be bad eggs in that. And it's tough. That's why I always tell everybody coming up in the system, especially if you're coming from the bottom, take care of your family, learn the system, learn the rules and regulations and the rules and your boundaries, Mm -hmm. stretch those boundaries and follow what's true to you. And like, just, just look out for you and you. Cause I think with the police, I think they just need to, they need more training on the psychological shit. Like how can they, they need more training on the de-escalation side of things. Cause some officers just go overboard for sure. But it's just, how do you get that training out and how do you get somebody good enough to do it? And how do you, you know, because then you get capitalism. Now, all of a sudden, the government says, okay, we want training for all these people, and we, we're going to put out all these contracts. Well, now you got this guy that's been doing acid in his garage for four years. It's like, ah, I know somebody that can get me that contract. I'm going to get that contract and teach these cops how to do this. I don't yeah, You know yeah, what I mean? It, it's tough because he's in the Louisiana County where he knows the local mayor guy mm-hmm. or local Republican guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. If they can get up there. Yeah. So, they it's definitely, it, they need it. They need it for sure. For but. sure. Like it's one of those issues where it's like, how the fuck do you address Well, it? and that's the thing is things slip through the system. The system's not perfect. So as you're running through the system and guiding yourself, like, know that you know, it the took, system's not perfect. And if you figure out a way to, like, maneuver around it, do it. It took uh, the, the shooting in Texas, the, the school. Mm-hmm. It took officers two hours to do something. They were standing surrounding yeah. the building mm-hmm. for two hours. Mm-hmm. It took a guy that was retired uh, officer patrol mm-hmm. to get in there. He was he uh, used his barber's shotgun, got in the building, and shot the the the, the shooter. It was a handgun, I think. No, um, it was a shotgun. It was a shotgun. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So this is a good point. Bear arms. Should we bear arms? Like, yeah, bro. The cops weren't there. The system failed. This dude was able to bear arms and knew how to bear arms and came and got a gun and killed him. How many more kids would have died? How many more kids would have died? Like, if the cops just kept waiting. Honestly, like, my it's, thing is like, it's what a tough was the subject. Whole? It's a tough subject because, and we talked to Song Wu about this. When you live in South Korea, when you live in in Mexico or 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 this part of South America, everybody that lives in Venezuela is Venezuelan. Everybody that lives in South Korea is South Korean. When we're in the U.S., we're the wild, wild west. We got South Koreans. We got crazy Muslims. We got crazy Mexicans. We got blacks. We got whites. We got the wild, wild west. Like, we should be able to bear arms. We're a different country than everybody else. Everyone else in South Korea grew up with the same morals. They're all South Korean. They get it. There's this stat that shows how many gun gun crimes there are in America. And I love this stat because it does bring awareness. There's like 200 or 300, and there's zero and one or six in all these other countries. But all these other countries countries are the same type of minority when we are not and we're different but 
there still needs to be room for regulation and change and you still need to figure out how we get better. But like we're in a unique situation and people got to remember that we're in America and America's filled with every race and every different background. And some races carry guns. You know, you go to Iraq, everyone's got a gun. You go to the store, they got a gun. You go to the, this, you got a gun. You walk down the street, everybody's got a gun. So you have all these people in America and all, they all live different. I want to be able to bear arms. I want to be able to always have my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's not the issue. Yeah. But it is kind of like it's a big deal because I feel like the deck, which I grew up Democrat, I feel like the big narrative from Democrats are take guns away. Right, right, right. But I think it's more of like having more regulation around it, like not – like, any 18-year-old can go and be like, I want a gun, and they'll give them the fucking gun. And, and these fucking youngsters have AR-15s, assault rifles, and it's like, how? But you can't, you're not old enough to buy alcohol, liquor, and shit. Like, that doesn't make sense. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's why, I mean, there's variations to the rules that need to be, <clears throat> yeah. But you should always be able to still, like, but where does it meet, the, where does it mean the middle? Like, should you just be able to buy handguns and not assault rifles? Like, do you believe in that? Like, should, would I you, there, if I think, a law I, came I think, out and I said no that, assault rifles, only handguns, I think, would you I, be okay with that? I mean, I go, I go out of the way, but I think it's more of, like, the more security when it comes to, like, maybe going through some background checks, psychological check, whatever the hell it is, because this is an assault rifle. Like, I mean, shh. Agreed, but how know, do you make the resources and the capital for that, and how do you? Just, I mean, you got to figure it out, just like when 9-11 happened. Next, yeah, you got to figure it you out. You got TSA. Yeah. You got to figure it out. The su- there's got to be a change. And sometimes I think it's like there's not. They don't. They don't want to change. Yeah, and I think because it doesn't. I think, I think where we need to focus is not in the change of the law and bearing arms. It's the change in we protect fucking our secrets well. We we protect the military bases well. We protect a lot of places well. Let's protect our schools. Let's protect our children well. If the exactly. circumstances have changed and everyone has weapons and these are the laws, well, let's structure these buildings that are supposed to be sacred to our communities. Let's make them safe. One way entrance. So Let's if make I them safe. one way entrance, I, guards, I do this, right? This, that. If school is at eight a.m., you have one officer, very armed, checking every kid. Like boom, boom, boom. There at all times. You, you, if the school has three exits, you're using one to go in and go out. Mm-hmm. And the officers there from the moment school starts all the way until every student leaves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's a pretty good solution. If you ask I me. Agree. But hey, I don't know. Like I said, sometimes I feel like they don't want to fix the issue, but because it's like, no, I think it's just, it's not, it's not, there's not a quick solution, Darwin. Like, but bro, 9/11. look at 9-11. But what about 9-11? 9-11 has nothing to do with bearing arms. It, I know, but it's like finding the solution to it. Like there all you, no, all you hear is Joe Biden. Like we, well, they did. The, they found the solution to 9-11. You know what it was? It was called the, it was TSA. called the 9-11 bill terrorism act. And you know what it allowed? TSA. You know what it allowed? No, it wasn't TSA. TSA already existed. No, it you didn't. Know what it allowed? No, it didn't. You know what TSA it came after 9-11. It was, because a, different, of it was a different, it was a different it, because organization. Because of 9-11. Yeah, yeah. More rules came. Right. Came about. But, and what else did? Our privacy. Yeah, for Your sure. Your privacy went away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So did perfect, that. Did perfect that, excuse well, for that. And nobody's terrorized us since. Yeah. But. I don't know. <laughs> it's a tough one, bro. It's yeah. a touchy subject, but uh, I don't know. I don't have. I don't have faith. I really don't. Just, I do. I, I definitely do. I, I do in our democracy. Been, we're, we're the I only country that allows this kind of mass shootings. We're yeah, but we're country. the only country that's different from everybody else. Um, that comes you look with at it. Europe. When you're Europe different, has, Europe. Europe also, you're, when you live in Germany, you're German. You know how many Germans live in Germany? Yes, at least ninety percent. Yes. Of the population is German. But 
still, I don't think that still should be like how, a, bro. And that's and maybe this is an education between you and I and like a good debate. But it like, is a good debate. But, but but it's real, and we live. America is different than everyone else. We are different. We are different. So right? when you deal with different circumstances, you need to come up with different different ideas, different regulations, different rules. And I don't think bare arms is one of them because if my government ever turns on me, I want to go to that AR. I want to go to that gun. I want to go to whatever it is that I can get my hands on and fight the government because mm-hmm. fuck that. But, oh, for sure. but, but at the same time, like, bro, I get it. Like people are dying and we have all these shootings and there's a real statistic, 292 or 200 in this. So it's not bare arms. It's like, do we protect schools more? Do I we, think do that's we take, one. That's you, one. you said, do we give funding to social? How do we change the therapy? Do we give them therapists to all the cops to make them be more training? You said like, I, I'd rather spend, instead of spending like a trainer at each of the places, maybe we just give them uh you know, um, what I said before. What did I say before? What did you say before? You weren't listening. What did you say? You said a lot before, yeah, bro. Like, no, what I did, did you say? say a lot. Uh, well, just to, I mean, the cops in general, like, whether it's not the funding for them, I kind of went blank. <laughs> yeah, you, why? Why? No, why good. I went? But honestly, I'm just passionate about it because, bro, no, it's, I, like, I, I it's America's different. We gotta do. We deal with different circumstances, bro. Like I said, you got Muslims that live here. You got you, you got South Koreans. You got South Americans. You got Puerto Ricans. You got people that were from Mexico. You got Indians, Native Native Americans, and, and and it's tough, bro. And they all grew up culturally different. And some of them have always bared arms. And some of them have gone through psychological bad things like slavery or this or that. But to take away those arms in, in fear of the government, like we never need that because we always, I mean, we're the government that leads all other governments. Mm-hmm. So if our government goes south, well, at least the people can protect themselves, you know? Yeah. Um, it's interesting. Yeah, sure. it's interesting. It is a touchy subject. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah, I don't like to get too into politics like that, but it's, it, we definitely got to sometimes talk about it. Yeah, no, it's a big, it's a big topic right now, yeah. bearing arms. But yeah. I think people don't realize like other things that we're talking about. Yeah, but anyways, I think we should chop it up. What you think? Yeah, what, yeah. what to end it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got anything else? Yeah, no, no. Because we about to miss the game, and I'm trying to catch the oh, game. Oh yeah, so. yeah, we catch the game. Yeah, good shit. We catched up, right. touched on everything, you know, from goofy dates, political, but boom, it's what me and Casey do. We kill it, baby. Hey, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to like this video. It helps us out a lot, and we're coming out with more heat. So, boom, Lego, Lego.